0: You guys, welcome to episode, um, I don't know yet, <laughs> of <About> this mushroom, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast that deep dives in the well-known, more importantly, not so well-known hookups of your favorite reality TV stars. It is me, Troy McGeady, and uh, I'm really excited about today's episode. Like, I've had three weeks of just super dark content, so this is, like, the lighthearted uh, fun that I need in my life right now. And I'm also very excited about my guests. I'm doing my second ever two-part, well, it's a three-part three-person podcast Yes. um so i'm recording today with sonia and mike from the uh rewind the love podcast how are you guys
1: hi so happy to be here
2: hey yeah doing well how about yourself (laughs) i'm good uh you guys can we just talk about your podcast
0: for a second yeah yeah let's talk about it So, do you you want to tell people, like, what it is, just kind of in a nutshell, that you do?
1: So, yeah. So, we're Rewind the Love. Um, We recap episodes of the VH1 celeb reality era. So, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love. We're actually just about to start I Love New York. So, for all of Troy's fans out there, keep an ear out for him. (laughs) I am...
0: (laughs) like you don't understand how excited i am uh so we recorded an episode of flavor of love together and it was like one of my most fun like podcasting experiences honestly thank you it It was the feeling is mutual the feeling is absolutely mutual it was super fun like having a reason to go back and watch that show like it was just it's good and i'm like you know that i've been obsessively messaging you about i love new york like
1: this one's gonna be it's gonna be so good and we really we're really also excited to just leave the flavor of love franchise because or at least temporarily because it started to get real dark season two
2: yeah Uh, Yeah. real
1: problematic and and like i feel like not that season one wasn't but it was a little bit more like genuine lighthearted fun (laughs) season two was not so i'm excited for i love new york to come back yeah this is a
2: nice fresh start now yeah
1: for sure yeah
0: yeah like the, the more that that show progresses the more they just like lean into like the worst parts of it oh, so you're yeah. just like well this is so dark
1: yeah biphobic fat phobic uh, yeah.
0: pretty
2: much every phobic you could think of <laughs>
1: yeah every <laughs> yeah. every problematic element of society
0: <laughs> Just yeah. yeah which like i mean literally like the first the first episode is so insane that they, they don't have like just the fact that they start off that whole entire like genre of reality TV being like let's not even give them names. No.
1: Let, like they're not know. they're not really human beings. We talk a lot about how he calls them uh he, he'll say uh based on the elimination left it'll be like one clock, you know, two bodies. Always like bodies. they are not even <laughs> human beings. They're merely just vessels for him to <laughs> have his fun. dream of 10 children. Uh, yeah, just he's not going to put in the work
2: to remember their names. I, I he knows him it. so much.
1: Yeah. I really hate playing He's like, like I'm going to be with point. you for
2: two weeks after this. I don't know if we'll ever talk again. <laughs> 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 and they're oh, all w- such willing participants for a
0: literal, like, under the bridge troll. Oh, like, absolutely. literally, like, Like Flav looks like he crawled out of a sewer. And
1: uh, for those who haven't listened yet or aren't really familiar, he is double most of these women's ages. Like the oldest one we've confirmed her age was 28 at the time, whereas he was 47.
0: Yeah, 28 was the oldest. I think he was, like, married while he was doing the show, too. So, like, yeah, I think in that-
1: between season two and season three, he had a baby with uh, the woman he's still currently with. Yes. Who, I guess, was under the impression during season two that he was, like, leaving to, like, go to work every day and didn't realize that he was doing a reality dating show.
2: I mean, she might have known. Because it gives him the opportunity to really become even more famous. He's bringing in tons of money because it was so wild. I just
1: think what we read about it, though, or what we heard about it was that she was just like, yeah, I didn't really. Like, I thought he was off doing regular gigs because he was still coming home every night. So, I don't know.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Either way, Uh, way, I I hate him. So (laughs) No, yeah. They were on. I'm pretty sure that that woman was on one of the, the couples therapy shows with him. Like, I think that that was, like, the gal.
1: Oh, oh, they were on Celebrity Wife Swap once.
0: Yeah, she's a special kind of gal. Yeah, she's- well, I mean,
1: she also, I mean, not to victim blame, and, you know, I understand how hard it is to leave an abusive partner, but he did threaten her and her son from a prior relationship with a knife, and they're uh-huh. still together. So, you yeah. Know.
0: Yeah, he's more sort of an unapologetically abusive kind of guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, he yeah. doesn't hide behind chivalry yeah. and all those things, no. you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, He's, he's the real latest. old school, like...
0: Misogynist. The,
2: yeah. Yeah, That's really <laughs> like good. an old school pimp. He wears the pants.
1: Right, we're past machismo into full-on misogyny, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, like walk with your head down, don't look, like, you know, don't look yes, forward. Yes, Yeah. <laughs> well, um... We are like I said, I've been doing like some really I've done three weeks of just consecutively like like abysmally dark programming. Um, so I'm excited to do this. So today we're talking about Glee. Um, and this was you guys' idea and I'm super excited about it. I love Glee, unapologetically. Yeah. <laughs> no, Glee we're, on... we're both
1: big Glee fans, although okay. as I mentioned before we were recording, like watching it back, <laughs> it <Ooh>. doesn't really <laughs> I enjoy it more from a pure like. I remember watching it and being like, "Wow, this is like groundbreaking television." And now I'm yes. like, "What a mess!" Well, the first <laughs> yeah. two
2: seasons were so entertaining. The singing uh-huh. was awesome. It's Still like, entertaining.
1: It's just like, oh yikes!
2: What were you yeah,
0: <laughs> I agree. The first two seasons are really kind of like the sweet spot for the show, and then it became like, you know, it like turned into this whole other thing. Like there were some reality TV spinoffs, and like, you yeah. know. They had all become so, like, brandable and marketable, yes. and it was, like, a big commercial, you know?
1: Yeah, and I feel it's like it enabled it. Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk to keep creating this ridiculous, over-the-top content. It, like, we we watched the first episode of The Politician yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is, like, peak Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchuk. Like, just... The most. I, I don't know how to describe it unless to anybody who's not familiar with their content but it just it's like i can't even explain why it is so them but it is
0: you know one of the things that i am obsessed with like i've so this is like a really weird thing to say and i'll explain but ryan murphy was one of my because this show came on like this was like 10 years ago that this show premiered right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um i was like, we were all pretty young, 10 years ago. Uh, and I remember watching this show and, like, Ryan Murphy was my introduction into, like, weird, like, internet. Not my introduction, but, like, 10 years ago. That was a long time. And I remember reading a lot about Ryan Murphy just, like, on the internet being, like, a seedy fucker. Mm. And there's a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes darkness with this show that's just really weird because... The show was marketed as like this lighthearted, like tween,
1: yeah, like,
0: comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's such a dark show, and then a lot of that stuff started to sort of, sort of seep to the surface, like the drug issues and like, um, what's his name, uh, being like a pedophile and like, yeah, I mean, like,
1: there's that scene, there's a scene that's been circulating on TikTok where. Mr. Shu asks all the kids, uh, you know, what kids like oh, adults, yeah. like where where do you see yourself in ten years? And they're all going around saying different things. And literally, puck goes in jail or dead or both. And everybody's Oof. like. Funny how that worked out. Am I right?
0: God, blink, blink. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like it's. If you ever, anybody listening to this, if you're ever bored and you like are like, you know, on a couch and you're bored and you've got your phone in front of your face, really like delve into some glee message boards. Like you really learn some dark, dark shit about this show and about Ryan Murphy. And I've been waiting a really long time, not like for his demise, but I've just been waiting for the moment where people are like, Ryan Murphy's kind of weird. You know what I mean? It's it's honestly you saying this.
1: I've never really thought about it this way. It's like, I wonder how much of himself he modeled the Mr. Shoe character after. Yeah. Because of that weird, like, I want to say borderline inappropriate, but it's fully inappropriate relationship, like, friendship level he develops with these kids. So uh-huh. to speak, and it, I mean, not that they're obviously in real life; they were all more or less adults. Yeah. But it's more just like principle, like where that boundary is crossed, where you are like a full adult with a real yeah. life, and you are your entire so, friendship level is based with.
2: You're like, graduating, and now we're best friends, right? Like yeah. late yeah. Ad- oh.
1: adolescent, it's it's bizarre. And you're right; there <laughs> is a lot of weird stuff that happened, like the Glee. I don't know whether to call it a curse or not, but People certainly, what is
0: that the Glee curse?
1: Yeah. There's certainly a lot going on with that cast, for sure.
0: And everybody who's left the show has kind of had a hard time, except for, of course, this, like, golden boy, Darren Chris. Yeah. But everybody else has had a really hard time, like, maintaining a career. Like, literally everybody.
1: And I feel like some of them, it's either, like he didn't really set a lot of them up for success like and the handful of ones he did weren't able to maintain it and my Mm -hmm. my main frame of reference for thinking about leah michelle is her saying that she really felt like she deserved to play maria oddly enough related to the episode we're talking about that she felt like she deserved to play maria in the Mm -hmm. upcoming steven spielberg west side story and it's like first of all sis you're a solid 30 right and we're not pulling that diana ross the whiz shit with you i'm sorry we just can't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that, and like you're also not Latina. And in 2019, like we need a Latinx p- person playing Maria. And thankfully, they got that right yeah. this time around. But yeah. you yeah, know,
2: opportunity.
1: No, she she can. There's plenty of other roles for you, sis. Like mm-hmm. relax.
0: Yeah, and like Liam, don't you have other things that you should be worrying about? Like probably remember when you tried to like release an album. Like remember when that was a thing? Yeah, when she tried to like be a pop star.
1: That's not her lane. Like
2: I know What's that what song is kinda kinda her catchy? lane.
1: What was her song?
0: Why am I blanking I, out on this? I don't remember it. I should it. have not back really there and I'm angry. Oh, well. <laughs> but I feel like if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I used to, like, shower to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, today we're talking about, so the, obviously the way that I format these episodes is, like, we try and find an episode that kind of helps best represent, um, maybe not the best representation, but just, like, a, a version of a representation of a couple from the show that's iconic and obviously, Finn and Rachel is like is like the couple of the show. Yeah,
1: for a variety of um, reasons, it's like the of Zach course. and Kelly. But, <laughs> but even beyond like that, because one. there was no Zach, there was no Mark Paul Gossler, Tiffany Amber Thiessen relationship off screen. So that's true. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. adds a layer to it. So
0: very true. Yeah, like one of the things that I think Glee did do very interesting, like an interesting thing that Ryan Murphy was able to do with the show was like blur the lines with their relationship and just write their relationship into the show as it was happening in real life and i think it was also one of the things that obviously became probably like a crux for them because they became like a quote brand like their relationship was a like a a a trademark basically the
1: title i have for this document my notes document in google docs is literally finchel so
2: oh my god
1: (laughs) i'm I'm one of those people the brand stuck for me so (laughs) their surname
2: (laughs) yeah better than a Rachin. ew great point
1: uh yeah no I mean and obviously that's well I mean we can talk about it later but certainly the fact that it was so authentically blended into the script really makes for an emotional end for sure
0: yeah so we did episode uh it's season three is it episode five episode five yeah okay yeah and Glee is on Netflix by the way if you're concerned uh (laughs) <laughs> but um, so basically, the the overall theme of this episode is that Artie is um in charge of the school play, and he's decided to take on West Side Story, and it's a big deal for him because it's like the first like the most independent thing he's ever done. And of course, Rachel is the lead, and the overall theme of the whole thing is that everybody is virgins. Disgusting. yes like this whole everybody. Whole
1: episode is like, is, dis- <laughs> is also great, but also disgusting.
2: Episode titled the first time.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like everybody is on this like individual quest to lose their virginity including like coach Beast. Like I, it's just really <laughs> fucking
2: weird. The fact
1: that they even got into that conversation like oh, it's inapro- wildly inappropriate. But wildly. What what do we expect?
2: These students <laughs> and teachers are way too comfortable with each other. Way
1: too comfortable. There's no separation. <laughs> like, no, there's not a single boundary in that school. <laughs> Everybody should go
0: to jail. <laughs> Mr. Schuster is like popping locking down the fucking hallway and like slapping people's butts basically. You know what I mean? He's like not even at the school anymore.
1: <laughs> Just the words Every and, and honestly, I think part of I was saying to Mike that I think part of the reason why I like this episode so much, this sounds so mean, is that there is uh no Finn singing
0: oh, and uh,
1: very minimal Mr. Schu. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think that we can all agree that those are two of the top ten, and, you know, respect to everybody, but two of the top ten most awkward things that continuously happen on this show. Like, Finn singing with emotion, because he, like, Finn looked so old. Like, he looked like he could have been their teacher as well. God
1: rest his soul, that boy could not sing. Even I the know. songs that are known as like See, his most powerful songs, <laughs> they're all bad.
2: He can't it's all bad. He can't blee sing like we're no. All he can't sing. Period. Yes, <laughs> if if I was on a college campus and he had a guitar on a bench and he was singing, I'd be like, all
1: right, I, "That kid's not." Bad. I would be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like oh another, God. like I would be like, "Bye!" Like I don't. It's he can't sing. R.I.P. God rest his soul. He's a he was a good looking kid. I mm-hmm. get it, and he. I mean, granted, he doesn't look like a quarterback either to me, but Mike you might know a little bit better.
2: No, he's Kind of, he's goofy-ish. kind of, yeah, he's
1: kind. Of, I, mean, I
2: mean, well, for the team, you look at the size of like everyone on the team. I say yeah, they have true. like the fatter looking kids to be the linemen, the really like skinnier kids to. be I don't be
1: think the Ryan backs. Murphy's ever actually seen a football team, but that's no, beside, beside, gonna... the point, beside the point. Uh, yeah. No, he just he's he was not that great, yeah. and just they really it was something I hear complained a lot about the show Smash as well, where it's like you pit somebody who uh, you pit a bunch of really talented people up against somebody who's like not as good. Mm -hmm. But what makes it terrible is, like, listening to them try to be, like, turn to the really talented people and be like, oh, you sounded fine. And turn to, like, the not talented one and be like, oh, my God, this team would be nothing without you. You know, like. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, if he was just in the group, it would be one thing. Like, a lot of them, I would say, if they were the lead of the show, you would question their talent a little bit more than you do. Yeah. But the fact that he was, like, the lead, like, he was, like ended up being what the entire glee club was like dependent on it was like really so the episode that we were originally talking about doing
1: i can't i could not fathom how much time they spent talking about like oh we really need finn to bring this team oh my together. god because <laughs> he's the kidding? captain
2: and the leader <laughs> like, like yes. what the only quarterback <laughs> skills he has Uh, isn't their football team like horrible yeah that was the whole thing in this episode you have ohio state recruit ohio state one of like probably the top five programs literally in all of college football even i know that (laughs) and this guy's like oh man he's gonna recruit and watch me and i'll be like you're on a horrific team you have no chance also
1: i have a i have a football question
2: uh, uh would a recruiter ever come into the
1: locker room and fucking give you a pep talk like that I mean, they could talk to him. Yeah, I mean, but like like pep talk. You like, can only uh, like really before yeah. a game. You know what I mean? It was after. after
2: the game, no. He oh, you mean before like I am going to be in the stands? So yeah. Not... <laughs> Typically, no. You'll hear they're going to be there through the coach. Yeah, but like they're not coming um,
1: into your locker room. Like you are, like I am mean, here.
2: If, like if you get one of like if you are like a top, whatever player in the nation, maybe there is a chance they might just. Kind of pop in and be like, the luck today guys, something like that. Nothing, maybe. but
1: like, more or less, uh, my point is nothing like I, what we witnessed. I feel
2: like there's, yeah. there's got to be some sort of rule against it. There how has strict to be. college football there is. There has to be. Ryan it's Murphy like,
1: has never had, had anything even, to do with football. They can't prior even to really that.
2: talk to you until your senior year. Like, I think you might and, be able to a little earlier, but. I don't know. Either way, just. Yeah. Now we're going to get the college football talk. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah.
1: did not mean for it to turn Damn into you all that. Finn. Sorry, it's all
2: Finn's fault. Anyway. This was
1: like
0: basically Ryan Murphy directing like the room. Like nobody knew what was going on because it was a football <laughs> thing. Oh
2: my God. Uh, Executive uh, produced Tommy was. You're
1: tearing me apart, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so the episode starts off with Artie, who as explained is like feeling empowered because he, this is his first time directing anything and like i will say that i like really loved Artie, and like i loved when they started leaning into like the Artie of it all like the Artie storylines
1: i mean i was happy that they gave time to anybody who wasn't anytime they gave lines to somebody who weren't finn and rachel I and honestly you. kurt i was psyched <laughs> i was like yes other people get a chance to speak
0: <laughs> i know I've, this was kind of basically kurt's show at the beginning like the single ladies era this is yeah. like kurt's program mm-hmm. <laughs> um and blaine and rachel are rehearsing tonight for Artie, uh from west side story i got very choked
1: up listening i like f- i always forget how good of a singer darren chris is God, until i best. like listen to him and i'm like and the two of them together their voices sound so good together it just
2: i feel like that's why they brought him in because they're like all right we, we need
1: somebody with talent." yeah
2: we got away yeah. long enough with finn but the fans know he's not that good yeah
0: and i will not lie about the fact that i used to get all kinds of feels from rachel
2: oh oh leah I
0: mean, michelle used to she's have irritating
1: me. but she could the, the girl can her. sing
0: mm-hmm and she can emote. You know, she's really yeah. good at like those face, those like facial expressions—the quivering lip, the doughy eyes. Like yeah. it's a whole, it's a look. <laughs> Literally That's, one yeah. of my
1: favorite songs of Glee. The period. New as much as period. I can't stand Leah Michelle as like a human being, two of my favorite Glee songs are hers. Which is when she did "It's All Coming Back to Me Now." Like I listen mm-hmm. to that on the regular. And from the episode we were originally going to do before, uh, the take a bow.
2: Cover because the oh, the key oh change god. that they
1: do makes it a completely different song. It was the first yeah. time I ever really listened to the song and was like, "Oh wow, this is like actually can be a heartbroken kind of sad, powerful song."
2: Gravity. Yeah. I am. A, oh yeah. my god! I get goosebumps yes. every time I listen to it.
1: Yeah. It's true. It's, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: she hits that high note, and it's like, "Oh my god."
0: I'm, 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 an a, I'm a Barbara purist. gal myself. I yeah. like I like watching her perform Barbara. Oh well, I, it's, you well know. the
1: version of you know Don't rain, rain on My the Santana version of oh. Don't Rain on My Parade is actually in my in my opinion better than the Rachel <laughs> version. <laughs> but that's just me. Oh, you're
2: such a
0: Santana fan. Like YouTube all the time. Her like performing it live. You know the, the yeah. part where she like screams. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Don't tell me Doing to to <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the most but so Artie basically tells them that he doesn't feel like they can emote and do what they need to do on stage because they are virgins and I, they won't be convincing enough on stage because they haven't had sex and they can't pull it off
1: not only is that logic fucking dumb yeah. uh the only in high school could you listen to somebody who had sex once and use their words as gospel yeah You know, like imagine somebody who like literally only had sex with one person one time and it was really bad trying to tell you shit about your life and now as an Mm -hmm. adult. Like I think the fuck Get
0: in the grotto, have a little fun.
1: Yeah, no. Like, that's, no, I got this. Thanks. Like, you know, just and then on top of that, he's having this discussion in front of his uh in front of two teachers or two like staff faculty members, yeah. both of whom leave the room, they just which get up. makes sense, because if you're going to be teenagers discussing sex as an adult, you don't need to be a part of it unless you're advising them, make sure you're being safe and smart and whatever. And then already uh, just jump ahead a little already uses that as a segue to like turn to that one of the teachers and be like so have you fucked somebody before more or less and it was like wildly inappropriate yeah he's
0: like you haven't fucked uh, why and She's she
1: like, answers well we can, to we can talk about it he she answered "I'm oh, sorry <laughs> No,
0: <you're fine. laughs> the episode is insane it's a it's wild yeah. um but yeah so they run off stage and rachel and finn are hanging posters in the hallway for student president which rachel is running for she's trying to like beef up her college resume of course uh, of course it's, it's, <laughs> and, this is
1: also literally part of the plot of the of the politician
0: but that's besides the point point. and the posters are actually like hysterical because they're like they look like circus posters almost yeah <laughs> <laughs> they do <laughs> like they're completely absurd and it's only her giant face on like a giant poster board um but Finn basically tells her that a recruiter from Ohio State's coming and he also tells her that he has the house to himself and you know he's gonna be alone all week and um he invites her over, which is a big deal because he doesn't invite people over, right? That's like a thing.
2: Sure. I don't remember well, honestly. Because in the earlier episodes, wasn't it because like with his father passing whatever, away and right? all that stuff and he always oh. like never really wanted people in the house or something like that?
0: Oh Yeah, she's like, sure. Come over your house? Yes, yeah, sure. Um and this begins Rachel's like race to lose her virginity before opening night, so that she can emote on stage. Uh, and on the bright also- side, they are
1: cuter than I remember. Like their their dynamic is actually a lot more wholesome than I remember it being.
0: Oh yeah, especially in the early the early seasons, like season like one and two, it's adorable.
1: And it was so stupid because I kept thinking to myself, like, oh god, they have like real chemistry, and I'd be like, well, they were dating,
0: so <laughs> yeah, that's how that it's works. Like- <laughs> They're giving you like a Dewey and Gale from Scream fantasy, though. You know what I mean? Where, like, the lines are blurred, baby. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so funny. And Kurt and Blaine are also kind of having like the same experience. So like they're having like this, which seems like their first open conversation about sex um, as a couple and like where they are right now. And uh, Kurt basically asks him, like, do you think that we're playing it too safe? Do you think that I'm boring sexually? Um, and he says, uh, don't you ever have the urge to rip each other's clothes off? To which he says, yeah, but that's why they invented masturbating. Which,
1: <laughs> okay, so obviously I'm, I mean, not obviously, but I'm not queer. I i don't know. Like, I feel like this seems pretty groundbreaking to have this kind of really open, frank conversation. One about teen sexuality, period, but especially, yeah. like, queer teen sexuality.
0: I, I definitely remember this being like, like an, a, a nail biting moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being like, whoa, like this is like they're gonna do this. Like, there's a chance that they could lose their virginities to each other on this episode, and whether it's like salacious or like romantic or whatever, it's still in some way groundbreaking because yeah. it's crazy. It's on Fox at eight p.m. Right
1: yeah. on a show that like kids were watching more. I mean, yeah, more
0: or yeah. less. And I mean that is one thing that Ryan Murphy I think um like when you look back on his career he'll get a lot of credit for it. like just like sort of um inadvertently pushing gay issues in the faces of like middle America people right. who worship all his shows right. in like Utah or whatever. Yeah. Um and they decide they come to the mutual agreement that they would like to wait. <clears throat> More so Blaine, kind of. But they're like, you know, we've got all the time we need, blah, blah, blah. There's no need to rush it, etc. Um, so Artie, <laughs> Artie then approaches Coach Beast and asks her why she ran out of rehearsal the day that they were talking about sex. and uh,
2: So yeah. instead
1: of, like, a normal adult responding it wasn't appropriate for me to be there like i was waiting for her to say that it's not appropriate for me to be there while you guys were having a discussion didn't he he's also like,
2: spell it did he go oh why'd you get up and leave when we were talking about s-e-x yeah yeah what he is happening? it's like he's talking to a kid like a little kid
0: <laughs> <gasps> there's so much wrong with this he's like haven't you ever been in love and she's like she goes where's this one guy He's a recruiter for Ohio State. He's oh, Coach Cooter, Coach Cooter. Can we talk. I, I don't <laughs> know.
1: I, I, I can't explain that. And plus, like, it was hard for me to watch, knowing how that relationship ends up turning out. So it was like it, it felt really icky from the get-go.
0: Oh, I don't remember I what happened. He's
1: abusive to her. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Uh.
0: And like nobody That's expects nice. it because she's like you know a bodybuilder,
1: right? That was like the whole thing, yeah. and that she should be strong enough to leave. And then they sing that great Florence and the Machine cover to get her to leave, and it was so beautiful.
0: I also have to be honest; I forgot that Coach Beast had her fucking foot on my heart for like <laughs> years.
1: <laughs> I know, just
0: like oh my god, she was great. She was amazing. I loved her. Does she? Does she do anything else? Did she act anymore? She's been Probably. in movies. I don't I know about she's one much of those. Sense, hey, but.
1: it's that guy type. What, hey, hates yeah.
2: that gal kind of it's character. It's very uh, kind of as she gets introduced into the show as the stereotypical where she's uh-huh. like the bigger woman, the strong woman. So she's always kind of seen as more of the masculine type. Yeah. Like she's always yeah. kind of had that in she movies. Always, like, she
1: always was that and like, she
2: always w- probably like, will I know, be that. Just top of the head. I know she's in like the intro to Boondock Saints.
1: Yeah.
2: Like she turns around. Oh, and okay. She says some stuff. Do you know it was you know legal for men to beat their wives with sticks as long as they're no wider than films? They crack a joke, which like starts a fight and everything.
1: Yes. But she's she's always like the tougher,
2: bigger woman.
1: So, I mean, we we appreciate Ryan Murphy for at least. He's like great about diversity in some aspects and then the worst about it in others, right?
0: Yeah. Like, it's very like self serving diversity almost.
1: Yes. Like, look how progressive I'm being while also reducing the Asian male character to be like, you have to be a doctor or I'm going to disown you.
0: Yeah. And also, still, by the way, parading like these like hot men and like you know what i mean like he has like a type that he casts that yeah. like no matter what is going to be cast you know like a cheyenne jackson type yeah and then everybody else kind of works around like his like golden boy yeah you know what I mean? yes. Yeah. yeah exactly <clears throat> um then we cut to blaine watching the the warblers i can never pronounce the name of their warblers warblers. Warblers. Like, warblers it's gonna gonna make me uncomfortable saying that over and over so you know <laughs> um it's all per- <laughs> yeah and they're performing uptown girl uh, which like them performing always used to also make me really uncomfortable
1: i love every single single warbler song
2: <laughs> like every single one yeah there's not a bad but warbler when blaine song. is the singer
1: no but this uh, one is great too It's not so.
2: bad but i mean he's blaine not the singing this would have been so much better
1: i mean obviously
2: but and wasn't it also the warblers inappropriate with so it's wasn't it kind of also inappropriate with the teacher coming through oh, of course. like she's like and it's like when you look at her you're like this is supposed to be like sexy teacher dress up like hair tied back glasses and wait
0: that was a teacher i get with the
1: boys oh. school
0: oh my god you're i was like it's a student Oh my! I'm
1: an idiot. At the boys at the boys' school, considering it the whole theme of like one of the last season episodes about how a girl wants to go there and they're like, "Sorry, we can't."
0: Yeah, that was weird. It yeah, sucked.
1: either that or she's like a two. Either way, the boundary there's like I know you're from Ohio, but this yeah. isn't really doing you guys any favor. Who's this like hot
2: <laughs> no, walking never through? Did. Like, sing to her.
1: <laughs> it makes your whole state look like there's like only an appropriate adult child relationship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're all like bumping her around the room with their like crotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Less, it's like right. night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: Bumper between.
1: <Literally, laughs> exactly what that was, and I guess that it was a callback to like the the music video,
0: but we yeah. could have done without it. Like <laughs> she's like <laughs> giving you bashful, of, like ooh, he just hit me with his dick. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, uh, like what? Um, no, but they only ever make me uncomfortable because they're all. Most of them are like forty-seven-year-old men that are like just giving too much face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Too many facial expressions, too much face. You know what yeah. I mean. I need the, I need toned down Warbler's expression. Yes. Um, but Blaine basically gets introduced to this guy named Sebastian Smith, which goes on to be he becomes like a main character of the show. Right? Am I crazy?
1: I feel like I remember him, but I'm not I clear on why. I think he becomes
2: kind of a regular. If he, I'm but not mistaken. like you said
1: before, he kind of blends in. He looks like every other Ryan Murphy muse. So
2: yeah,
1: it's they're all the same.
0: Like hot hot guy with big teeth and like good eyebrows yeah you know, I'm not oh, mad yeah. but um so his name's Sebastian Smythe and uh Sebastian tells him that uh well he tells Blaine that you know he knows him because he's a legend at the school everybody knows this guy named Blaine who's basically sex on sex on a stick and can dance and sing. Um, not a
1: single lie detected, but... Go no, I mean,
0: not one. I was like, I'm waiting for any inconsistencies, and I see none. No. Um, and this is intertwined with Rachel and Santana rehearsing A Boy Like That, oh. which is ironically a song about like this dangerous guy. Yeah. Oh. Um, All the West Side seduced. Story numbers,
1: except for America, are so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the music... I like when they do like stage production songs because it fits with the theme of the show like it just feels so you know what i mean
1: and semi-related my favorite glee song period is uh beauty school dropout when when he sings when blaine sings beauty school dropout it still gives me chills to this day like it's The stage productions are great. And you're right, it does lean into exactly what the show is supposed to be. Yeah,
2: I like it more than when they do, like, the solo ones, and then you have that typical Ryan Murphy, like, camera pan up over their head. Like, it (laughs) starts low, and it goes over their head as they reach up. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it leans itself better to, like... All to like the one guy. It always kills me that it's like that one mute man on the piano that all of a sudden turns into like Robin and is controlling. Yes, like like synth and drums and guitar. I'm like you're performing Gold Digger by Kanye West to a guitar or to a piano, and I suddenly hear like an 808 and all these things happening
1: oh my god so can we i'm sorry to go off on a tangent but i just need to tell my gold digger story really quick so i remember watching this and being like like i said i remember watching this with my roommate in college and being like wow this show is groundbreaking it's like you know the gaga thing it's like talented amazing never the same you know like freaking out and then playing the gold digger like song for people because we're like oh my god it's so good and then like listening to it without being like the adrenaline going of the visuals makes it sound like kids pop. And the person yeah. we played it for was like, this sucks. And we're like, it <laughs> does. But it makes more sense in context. And then I'm watching it again, like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah, no, this is awful. <laughs> like, why yeah, do you I have love to know this? why Mercedes is singing it? And they really were just, remember, he turns to her and goes, well, you know this song, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? universe is this? <laughs> <laughs> They're oh. like, Mercedes, you can scream belt, right? It reminds me cool. of that scene in
1: South Park where Cartman turns to Token and goes, oh, well, and you're playing bass, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? I've never played. <laughs> and you just like, boom, 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 oh. boom.
0: Ryan Murphy. <laughs> but no, I like when they do like, uh, I like when they do like state, like musicals, because it's like, okay, I can understand everything happening this makes sense. I don't have to like, Extend my like reality to believe right, this, that this is happening. That would just
1: randomly break into song,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, of course, you're doing, you know, a boy, a boy like that, right. and it intertwines with you talking about losing your virginity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Finn asks Puck advice on what condoms to use uh, to have sex with Rachel because um, he wants to do it this weekend, and um, Puck tells him that he always thought that it would be him first. That did it, but that he's happy that it's that it's that it's happening to Finn. But I feel
1: like based on this show, that kind of that logic kind of tracks. So yeah, one thousand percent,
0: one hundred thousand percent. It always makes me wonder what they all like. Did they all like know that he was like a creep the whole time? Did they? I mean, what's her name?
1: Naira Rivera was dating him for a while, right? That was the story that she keyed his car. Yeah, on the set. Ooh, yes. So I mean, I mean, we all make horrible choices but i don't know i, I i'm i also like loki in the conspiracy camp like not that, well i don't know like maybe he got i don't know actually i forgot that it was a lot of images and it was a lot of really young kids so i don't know and he pled guilty oh, too so killed. yeah well, well yeah that it was like it was some kind of setup but then it's also like he's not important enough you know what i mean he wasn't important enough
2: neither and, was jared the subway just, guy
1: eh, No, well, he definitely did that shit, but either way, sorry, didn't want to go off on this tangent, but yeah, no, I mean, I I wonder if he, like, was, I guess, just doing a good enough job hiding it? I mean, has anybody come out and said anything? Probably not, right?
0: I don't think anybody's come out and said anything, but I also feel like, like, I was, like, just kind of reading about it in passing, like, when I was, you know, pulling up stuff about Glee. Yeah. Um... And I mean he had like thirty thousand images.
1: Yeah, no, like, it was like a lot. Like and it wasn't it was just, a lot. Because I remember like seeing the story wow. leak and thinking, like, oh, maybe it was just not that this is okay by any stretch of the imagination, but I was like, maybe it was just he was involved with a younger woman, which still wrong, awful, and that she had sent him nudes and like something like that happened, you know, the Glee fan base, maybe he tapped into that and that shit's wild and appropriate. But then when they said it was Thousands of images of children of all ages. Yeah. I was like, nah, motherfucker. Like, lock him up, throw away the key. Get Kamala on speed dial. Like,
0: let's. Well, it made me feel like who just has forty? Like, it made me feel like obviously somebody else knew who just has forty thousand pictures. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, somebody else had to have known that he was like. Something somebody had to have known. There's I don't like know, no or way I, I don't, involved. There's something going yeah, on. Yeah, like a, a text was sent to somebody, a picture was sent to somebody. Like 40,000 images is is like trafficking photos. That's not yeah, like. No, yeah, no, he oh, was
1: like legitimately involved, which I guess is why he pled guilty and then killed himself. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Dark dark dark, Oof, dark, yeah. dark, 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 is yeah. so dark. I know you were like.
1: <laughs> anyway, someone had the happy content and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus
0: can't escape. I, I can't escape it. I'm not it.
1: so sure about that one, Chief. Uh. <laughs> I cannot
0: escape it. I can't. Um, but, so, Blade and Kurt revisit their sex conversation and Kurt tells uh, tells Blade that, like, having sex with uh, Taylor <laughs> with Taylor Lautner in a field of dewy, like, flowers what is, like, his early actual aughts. dream. What did What an early aughts like, specific kind of fantasy. I mean, can we... <laughs> T- even the <laughs> the mere
2: reference of Taylor I literally Lautner, went,
1: oh, yeah, people thought he was well, hot. This
2: was prime Twilight. That's Wasn't what I'm it saying. Was.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. This no, that like, tracks for the time.
0: People thinking that his his future was gonna be bright and that oh. he would be this giant star. He was so hot. They thought, blah blah blah. They oh thought. God, <sighs>
1: just
2: not a good actor. Yeah, but the
1: worst. I Shot guess he ch- what he should have done is just re. Uh, what's the word basically like dismissed all of his twilight like his connections to twilight really? and be like i made a huge mistake because look how well it's worked out for robert pattinson well, oh just wait serious. for it
2: though No, he's it's gonna worked pull out great for minus like the drug addiction True. stuff he's gonna pull it downey jr taylor laudner's gonna pop back in like 10 15 years no. as like a good looking dude he's gonna have like a serious role people like, go, oh my god like ah, look at this guy he's bouncing back and then he's gonna have some movies i
1: don't know he peaked too early it's gonna me.
2: happen i don't know okay robert anyway. pattinson being batman that's crazy
1: yeah oh my god i forgot about that yeah he's batman
2: a vampire now a bat oh yeah he's really
1: <laughs> Look at that! Look at him and Kristen Stewart linking them. I mean, granted, I don't know about how the Charlie's Angels thing is going to go, but at least she's better franchises. Though. Yeah, no, she she's great for
0: herself. Yeah, I fucking love Kristen Stewart. I think that she's like—I have a straight crush on her. Oh, a lesbian. She's, yeah,
1: no, she's incredible.
0: Um, but uh back to Glee. He also back to, Glee, <laughs> back to Glee. This, Glee. this happy, fun-loving little show, right? Um, <laughs> but you can tell that Kurt is like deeply affected by like his relationship with sebastian this like basically like lady in red this like devil in the blue dress i don't know like like sebastian is making no qualms about the fact that he wants to fuck Blaine, and not even and being shy him. about it
1: i was literally yeah, waiting for the threesome invert.
0: invitation to be quite honest i thought the whole episode was leading up to a threesome i thought yeah i no thought so. that i was like is that's how
1: y'all are gonna lose your virginity a mess
0: like I was like, this has to the way that this is working out, the way that they're setting this up, this has to be a threesome weird thing is gonna happen. Um and Artie also confronts Cooter, uh, and tells him that he needs to ask Coach Beast out and like make it super obvious because she's the Not a single boundary
1: in the state of Ohio. Like Not one. I, <laughs> like Not why one. are you why is why are you an, a separate adult from this weird school, it's a state even motto. entertaining? this conversation like why
0: and he doesn't think twice about it he's like oh man what do you think i should say to her
1: and makes a an joke on top of it yeah like, <laughs> i i don't know
0: um and this is like one of my favorite scenes of the episode blaine and, and sebastian go on a coffee date and uh sebastian like is pursuing him very hard yeah he basically tells him that he's turned on by um his, like, schoolboy, like, boyish charm thing. And, uh, in the middle of them talking about how amazing Blaine or how amazing Kurt is and how Blaine is in love with him, Kurt walks in mm. and he's super threatened and very pressed. And, uh, they're like giving each other snake eyes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this guy is like, I'm going to fuck your boyfriend, just so you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to be shy about this. Like, your man is mine.
0: Yeah. That's it. I'm going to get him. That's why we're at, we're at coffee right now. Um, and he, this is also amazing. He offers them, he basically offers to, like, take them out. He's like, I'm going to get you guys some fake IDs. And I want to take you to the local gay bar, Scandals, with a Z. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to have, like, a little, like, night out. And you guys are going to need to, like, live a little and come out of your show and be, you know, out and proud, like, gay men. I don't know if it's um, watching
1: this back as an like an adult, like that. I'm like, you are too aggressive for a teenager. Like this feels
2: wrong. And it also takes a little bit to get a fake ID. The, Yo, come out part, tomorrow. I got you. Don't the
1: worry. <laughs> that's you are gonna suspect. It,
2: it is what clicked initially when I watched. <laughs> I was like, you can't get you're like fake how would they get IDs. the photo f- so fast? Exactly. Right. They <laughs> they don't get made that quick, especially if they're gonna. Be I was a gonna legit. say unless
1: you're like on the Las Vegas
0: Strip and you're Nick. Papa
2: Georgia from Humor, Arizona. (laughs) We work in the software
0: business. (laughs) I feel like the show, like, they were trying to say, like, what I took from it was that they were trying to say that he's, like, so overt because he has, like, the confidence. Like, that's the confidence that we're supposed to believe Rachel and Blaine will have on stage. Oh,
1: yeah, that's a good point.
0: Like, Blaine thinks that that's what he'll be like if he has sex. Like, he'll, like, be able to be this, like, yeah. This, like you know like badass guy on stage all of a sudden who like you know can dip Rachel or whatever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no. I don't I this logic is just such dumb high school logic, but
2: yeah. yeah. Um Well, I can't talk to any adults about it clearly.
1: I mean, apparently yeah, they can. This so town is. I I mean, right, nobody's fucking and Can
2: I have some advice? I think I need it from you. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you fucked Coach Beast yet?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so Rachel and Finn are having a lovely meat substitute dinner at his house. So, he, and they so are, we think. Yeah, so we think. <laughs> and uh, they are, this is like what we believe is going to be like the night. Like tonight is the night where all the things happen. Um, there's some West Side Story, Muzak playing in the background. Yeah.
1: And I do like her line that she says when he's kind of like are you sure like why now and she does start out by making a very convincing argument like it's never going to make more sense than it is going to be like with you and we have this op- we have this time at your house and like it's yeah. uh, there's nothing going to be more right than you and now. And I was like, "Oh, like good point like whatever and then it just comes back to you know what this is a perfect like depiction of their relationship because he's really trying to be considerate of her and she is such a narcissist
0: and you know i have to make this point i feel like a part of why their relationship bled so much into the show is because a obviously they're dating on the show but b like there's a, a a large part of i think everybody watching this that knows that that's kind of like they have pseudo conversations like this yeah where like he's like you know i like being famous i like being on this show you know yeah. i don't know we'll see what happens and she's like no bitch you, we you're are going to be you're going to hit
1: your like cart to this horse like i'm yeah. going to take us to the top together like
0: i need to be the lead of a like blockbuster and that needs to happen and like i need for you to make that happen yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um coach cooter i i just can't i'm sorry <laughs> i uh he shows up <laughs> to the weight room to give coach b's flowers and she says she says what somebody die <laughs> <laughs>
1: so sad the way they wrote her character like she's just so like and i mean, it's realistic that like she didn't think she was like deserving of love
0: i know earlier she said actually my favorite line of the entire uh episode i rewound it like four times when he first sees her and she's like eating chili (laughs) yeah he says something about like getting lunch or he used to go eat lunch and she goes "You want some of my chili she goes the only thing left is gristle and bone but
2: it eats good
1: yeah that's right exactly Oh, wait, we need to wait. We've not to take over your show, but we do need to establish no. that Rachel and Finn do not have sex in that moment oh, because yeah. Rachel blocks yes. herself. Yes. By, I'm torn between feeling like she was being like, I appreciated her honesty, but I also yes. felt like, girl, this you didn't need to do this, like, you didn't need to be this honest so basically the gist is she kind of comes out and tells him sorry that i'm taking over your show that (laughs) the gist of this is like that rachel is like i she straight up tells him like i feel like we need to have sex so i can be a better actress
0: (laughs) no but you're right though like she could have just like not said that and definitely they it would have you know it would have been fine
1: yeah like she could have just kept that to herself because the rest of what she said was true like they were in a long committed relationship it they're they were together and in love and they had this moment to themselves. It was a special moment. Like that is what it's supposed to be, you know? And she just cockwalked herself basically is the point of that.
0: You're next to a fire. Yeah. Which is, (laughs) I don't know. Isn't that romantic? Um, Apparently. (laughs) So, uh, he convinces coach B that he's going to take her out on a date. She thinks it's a prank and tells him that she's like never been worth anything, whatever. Um, and then we cut to Rachel, who is now called an all-girls-glee meeting about her virginity and what she should do. This— And she—it's so fucking weird. I just and like she a, can,
1: these are the moments where it's like, oh, so every other character in this show is just a vehicle for you. You know, like, they have all these other yeah. girls around, like, like any of these people would give enough of a shit to help you out in this moment.
0: And like any of them in real life wouldn't be like, bro, just fuck him. You guys have been dating for like a couple years now, and you're in love. Like, I have to say, I was
1: pleasantly surprised by the discussion. That I think it was it was good. It it was well written, and not something we see a lot in media i felt like or at least up until this point that they had a really yeah. nice discussion which i mean i, I do love because Santana's like forever my fave that basically she was like wait to have sex with him because he's terrible
0: and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and then uh and what's her name uh i want to keep calling her her real name Gina? quinn quinn uh, quinn gives the advice of like you know if you i forgot what her advice was but it was fine like it was basically it just like waste which it it doesn't
0: like it, well she's basically like wait like this is post baby quinn so yeah. she's like yeah you should wait like it's not it's, you, there's no read like need to rush into it yeah she's a woman now um yeah
1: and the best advice comes from tina of all people
0: yeah which i love it, tina
1: i i mean she's like, not very underserved as a character but yeah the her advice is the best which is it was the right decision for me at that time because I knew it was with somebody that I lo- – like, we loved each other. We had respect for ourselves and the situation and each other that that's what made it a good experience. And it's like that would be the advice – I say this down to yeah. somebody who doesn't have kids. But, like, that's the advice I'd want to give my kids. That's the kind of lesson I would like most teenagers, like, in a perfect world to go into, you know, yeah. relationships having.
0: Yeah, Santana tells him that or tells her that uh, having sex with him was like having a sack of a sack of breathy potatoes on top of you that are soaked in body spray. That sounds like
2: <laughs>
1: what high school sex is like. Like that is. Yeah, that's about as good as it gets, like
0: in terms of descriptions. <laughs> um, and Brittany says that she lost her virginity to an alien, that it was an alien invasion.
1: I love I love what they did with Brittany. Me too. Like, we don't see enough of it in this episode, but Brittany S. Pierce What a character.
0: When they like announced her like when they like announced her middle and last name, her middle initial and last name, I'm pretty sure I like dug my nails through like my couch. Like <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was
1: yeah. hearing.
2: I was so happy and that excited.
1: Was whole episode. <laughs> I was that like, was wait, whole what? That, that was her name.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was about time she got hers.
1: Yeah, oh, and I love her the thing that she came on as a choreographer, and then Ryan Murphy was like, "You're actually funny." Like,
0: yeah, she's fucking hysterical. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, so this is actually the best scene of the episode. Curtain, blank, go to scandals, mm-hmm. um, oh, which is like yeah. a very honest and like to be honest with you, a very real representation of being like young and going and like being young and gay and like going to your first gay bar mm-hmm. and expecting it to be like. In your mind, you're literally expecting to see this, like, 90s fucking discotheque. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a literal, like, out of a, a thriller, like, a sexual thriller. People swinging from ropes and people, like, women wearing Medusa wigs. Like, you just don't eat, like, literally in Spice World when they go to, like, a club. Like, that's what you think it's yes. going to look like. <laughs> yeah. Like, a like a warehouse party from Fear. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you really, and it ends up being, like exactly what they showed like a seedy just kind of like hole-in-the-wall bar that's dimly lit with a bunch of like
1: yeah no that looks men. exactly like the gay bar like our like the bergen county new jersey gay bar that i've been to like it almost exactly
0: what it looks like in the inside yeah. <laughs> you're like oh i'm gonna be drinking like a bud light here and i wasn't expecting yeah okay exactly i'm gonna get beer drunk i didn't know okay that's fine <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, and then while sebastian and blaine are dancing to donna summer finn sees dave his old bully that used to like slushy him and throw him in dumpsters and stuff because he's like out of the closet now and he switched schools
1: i that was i remember one of the episodes like the episode where he where he thinks where you find where out kurt, yeah where he kisses kurt like i think i yeah. actually screamed yeah, he i was the, like oh, shook.
0: kind of noise yeah that was shock it was shocking yeah that was like the the best days of Glee when they had all of us by our necks.
1: And then this is yeah, really right. Like I remember, yeah. like gripped. And then he this is post suicide attempt mm-hmm. yes. that Kowalski. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, and he's like you know he's out he's a he says that he's a bear cub he's living his best life you know he's like happy he's expecting kurt to make fun of him and of course kurt doesn't cuz he's an earth angel
1: what a wholesome um, conversation like it was it was very sweet
0: it was very sweet and i just completely forgot about that guy in general i was like oh yeah he's yeah. like nemesis yeah um and when they leave blaine is drunk from like mm-hmm. his single beer and he's horny <laughs> And he tries to sleep with Kurt in the back seat of the car. He's like being super forceful, and they get into a fight about how shitty Blaine has been for the last couple weeks with his like new like polygamous relationship that he's in with this guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and he's like, "You're a drunk, and you're an asshole, and you're not going to remember this. And that's not how I want to lose my virginity to you." And uh, it's dark, and he ends up walking home from from uh, safe. What's
1: it Good choices.
0: S- scandals. Scandals. From scandals. scandals. <laughs> an unknown distance to home.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you just see him like walking towards the highway. You're like, "Okay. You got choices." Um and what's next in my notes here? Oh yeah, so then Rachel and Blaine are getting ready backstage for the show, and they confess that they're both still virgins and they're freaking out because now they're not going to be able to emote and you know, it's this it's going to be terrible because they haven't had sex.
1: Insane. That's I wish high schoolers knew that, like, sex is not that big of a deal. It's not. It doesn't have to be. Like, it can, it could be, depending on the circumstances. But, like, if you're stressed about losing your virginity to the person you are dating and in love with, like, it's not that serious.
0: But don't you also love that they think that the audience is, is, like, thinking this stuff about a high school production of West Side Story?
1: And also that they like maybe did anybody consider that like part of the reason they might not have chemistry is because they're friends of different sexual orientations yeah that might have something to do with it not the fact that they haven't fucked (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. i know because even if you do like, even say say kurt did fuck blaine in that seat the back seat of his car like what would that do for you on stage rachel <laughs> <laughs> right
1: you got to have both of you like I, they would both have to go out of their way to make sure the other one had sex so everybody's prepared for this
2: moment yeah i'm gonna be like, right outside a, this door
1: right i mean <laughs> yeah. well they could technically be in the same house aren't they in the same house when it ultimately happens right no no, he's at Blaine's.
0: No,
2: he's at Blaine's. No, but they yeah. could have,
1: for all intents and purposes, been in the same house and had sex at the same time.
0: Hi-fi Without a doubt, was I in. forget that Kurt, like, lives there.
1: Well, yeah, no, they're, yeah. Bro- well, no, I mean, they're right, they're stepbrothers, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, another thing that I, I, like, forgot that entire plot of the, the show, I was like, oh, yeah.
1: That was a great he said, plot said right?
0: I was like, oh, my God, duh.
1: That would seem so um, whack if the parents weren't actually so cute together.
0: I know. Love I Michael know.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's the best.
0: Um, so the play, of course, goes well, it's fine. And afterwards, Blaine and Kurt have like a little moment on stage um, where Blaine apologizes and kind of like lets him know that, you know, Sebastian means nothing to him. And that Kurt is the most important thing in his life. And he loves him and like, that he's happy he didn't have sex with him drunk because he does want to remember it because he's so important. Um, And they kind of like, Give each other, like, a non-verbal little, like, we're going to fuck tonight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, like, tonight's the night that it is actually going to happen. We're going to have sex.
1: Yeah. Uh, Side note, I do want to point out that I did, in fact, for my wedding to Mike, walked down the aisle to... The version of one hand one heart sung in this episode and i really yes and i turned to mike as we were wa- as i was watching it and went if i had remembered that this was
0: the context that the song was being <laughs> sung in i don't know if i would have picked it <laughs> you guys know, remember the scene right and when all the kids are losing their virginities i'm just glad nobody remembered and like nobody picked up on it
2: <laughs> just, oh, we also had a family cute, influence though.
1: Well, no, it was. It's a beautiful song, yeah. and their version of it is yeah. so beautiful. They sound so great that I was like, Can't "Yeah, get I wrong I with
2: Darren version. Chris is singing your Oh,
1: of course, Isle song." Yeah, no, I. If I ever meet him one day, I'm like excited to as tell long him as that.
2: Beauty School. I
0: actually up. replayed it. I like rewound it and listened to it. Play. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful,
1: but yeah, that was. It was so weird. Like once you pick this episode, <laughs> Michael's like, "Oh, that it's got the song in it," and I was like, "No way!" So it's perfect. <laughs> it was meant to be.
0: Um. And she, when she, when Rachel shows up at his house, and it is really sweet, and, like, the way that they went about, like, the way that they handled everybody doing it was very sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very, very, very PG. It was very lighthearted. It was all sort of assumed. And it was just, like, you know, it was cute. Nothing about it ended up being salacious at all. No, and I it think was very that that wholesome was like, to the
1: point that I was like, who loses their virginity like this?
0: Yeah, like, I almost feel like they were, like, kind of, the whole time making you think that it would be something like kind of seedy yeah but like it was like a sigh of relief uh, you yeah know, that, that everything like, it turned was, out like, nice yeah it all turned out good to the point um, that she
1: literally is dressed so old lady to show up at finn's house to fuck oh him that i la- have in my notes why is she uh, dressed like dolores umbridge to fuck
0: She like literally comes wearing a muff. She's wearing ink- a <laughs> She's. I
1: swear to God, she is dressed like Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter in a in a pink poncho cape thing. Like, what are you doing?
0: It's so weird. It is very weird. It was like, oh okay, and she's got like her li- like these little like. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm gonna say that it's a. It's allegedly a heel. Uh, uh yeah but it's like a little piece of gum stuck to the bottom of a flat yeah it's a kitten heel that's it's a kitten yeah. heel which ooh, um I'm terrible you know as a gay man it really hurts me <laughs> to my soul to see a woman in a kitten heel um but she literally says to him her exact words are i'm just a girl here with a boy that she loves waiting to remember and wanting to remember this moment for the rest of my life it's a
1: pretty good apology especially for self-absorbed rachel so
0: yeah um and, like, we, they also cut to, like, they cut to Kurt and Blaine, who are just, like, laying in bed and, like, giving Eskimo kisses. So mm. I, I'm assuming this is, like, post-sex. Yeah. Um. And then they show Beast and Cooter, who are, like, on a date. Like, they went to the, the play together. So, like, I guess you can assume that that went well. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, well, I mean, it goes well till it doesn't, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, it's a cute, it's a really cute Finn and Rachel episode and it was like hard to tie one down yeah like it's hard to tie down an episode that like definitively like is like the episode that sums up their relationship
2: that's hard especially for a show that was on for so long it's definitely
1: a lot of moments that make up yeah so
2: it shows their relationship well from this like well this episode for the whole show because it seems like a lot of things that happen between them, whether it's Rachel's selfishness, or she'll mm-hmm. say or do something that gets him mad, or he does something that gets her. But hurt. he's
1: also a complete bumbling goofus and yes. eats her actual meat when she's a vegan. Yes. You know, it, but, <laughs> yeah. and it, they it always is. make
2: up in the end somehow. Like there's always, but a in thing. a
1: way that doesn't feel too forced yes. or too like, why did she? Why did so? Why did they forgive the other one for that? You know, it, it's uh-huh. it was like a good full circle. Yeah.
2: The other normally r- recognizes they did something wrong or said something wrong, yeah, yeah,
1: and they have a whole discussion yeah. about the fact that he feels like he's never going to accomplish anything, and she's like surprisingly supportive
2: she's like, relax oh, yeah. I have to give you some <laughs> relax <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> some relax <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <sighs> he's like i'm never going to amount to anything. That was my dream to go to ohio state I'm nothing. <laughs>
1: Was like, oh, I was like, and then he's like, "I'm not a good enough singer to get into the it's Like, I'm, I well, appreciate this the self awareness in this moment.
2: She just stays Every, away from it's, that it's subject. It's
1: helpful to know your limits.
2: Then there's other things. Yeah. yeah, pretty much just saying, yeah, you can't play football or sing.
1: You'll be fine, and
2: and you're about to get some, so relax.
1: Right, things will be better. But granted, he's yeah. fucked before, so. She does actually politics, allude to something
2: like that, where she
0: says, "like uh, she says, like I'm gonna give you something that they can't." Yeah. Okay. So you know, that, that was, was the part that <laughs> <laughs> I remember. There was being one part of being like, "Oh, like, oh my God,
2: have mercy!" <laughs> she's yeah. Can, my Ohio's, can Ohio based,
1: State? Fuck you.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> based on Probably the way
1: financially, I was
2: gonna say well,
1: <laughs> financially, but also they did have an underage boy scandal, right? Like a Penn State style one, right?
2: Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Okay, maybe I was wrong. I thought. Well, there's other schools that have the ones that like have paid escorts to sleep with recruits and all that. Oh yeah, that's that's true. And that's just like one school getting caught when that's a that's been a known thing since probably like the freaking 80s. Like every if you're a high recruit going to like a college, like schools will easily do this. There's girls that go to the school that'll do it to get you to go there. So in the end, when she says that, he could be like, "Well, yeah."
1: (laughs) They could have. If I was a better player, they could have done that for me.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) but I can't cuz I ruined everything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, right? Um, well, I'm excited that we did this and I'm excited to like I feel like I'm going to keep watching Glee episodes like in private. Sonia was saying the exact same thing. I was fact. actually
1: She's like, saying that. This plus, again. as a result, like to get myself kind of prepared for this, I decided that this was the time to finally watch uh, the Quarterback. The episode that is the tribute to oh. Corey Monteith when he died. I'll Ooh. never watch, I refuse i i i swear to god as much shit as i give leah michelle and obviously we know in that moment when she's singing that she's not acting but like i cannot think of a more truly genuinely emotional moment on tv or in movies than that because so for those who don't know he dies in real life Um, Mm -hmm. and they were obviously dating i think they were still together at that point right yeah, they yeah. were still together. They Wait, were, uh, engaged were you, you going to do angry? this, by the way? Am I, like, spoiling the...
0: No, I mean, no. I, I, I definitely wanted to talk about it, so, you know, like, right now. Yeah,
1: so let's do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, fine. So, I mean, uh, so he so he dies, and then I had known going... I mean, they do, so they do this episode where they sing a bunch of tribute songs, and it's absolutely beautiful and absolutely heartbreaking. Like, from the second they sing, they open the show with Seasons of Love, and I was, like, a mess. And then she sings... Uh, Feel my love by Adele, and yeah, I even when I watched it just before this to like get in the my the head space to talk about their relationship, like I was sobbing, like it's because you can tell that she's singing. Like I mean, the whole episode it kind of seems like they're just switching out the name Corey for Finn, but yeah, seeing her in particular sing this song and knowing that she's really feeling all these feelings and like imagining what it must have taken for her to be able to sing it and really be in this moment it was just one of the most powerful things i've ever seen on screen
0: yeah i wanted to definitely bring up the point that i think like i'm very 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 i try and be very um like cautious of like hating on somebody that like everybody just loves to hate because sometimes yeah as like like we get wrapped up in that as like a society Mm -hmm. of like it's fun to hate somebody that's like easy to not like Mm -hmm. yeah and then 10 years later you're like oh we were so mean to that person for like no reason you know and Leah michelle is definitely one of those people that i think it was like for a period of time it was just fun to hate on her and like you know like sort of root against her and you know i just i feel like looking back it's like First of all, she was an incredible actor. Like, she really yeah, no, was so good gonna, on the show. I mean, as
1: much as she still kind of gets under my skin, partially because of the Maria comments, and but, like, in addition to, like, some other things, I, I definitely can't deny her talent.
2: No. I mean, show specific, yeah, I always she, loved her. Yeah.
0: She was so good on this show. She carried the show. Everybody knew that. And, like, the fact that she went through this publicly, yeah. and people were so quick to sort of dismiss like, like her, her feelings were good for that moment, and then it was like, Meh. All right, let's move on to whatever else. Uh, who's she gonna date now? Uh, we don't really want to see you or anything else. It was just like, it was like a moment, but really, this was like a crazy thing that happened. Yeah, to her, that's you know? I it's
1: bet like it's like even to the point she's in commercials for Zola, like the wedding registry website mm-hmm. thing. And they're, like, weird because in the back of my head, like, I always have that feeling of, like, not nec- that they would have necessarily ended up married, but, like, in real life, you know? But it, yeah. it's, like, it's in the back of your head, like, you don't really know too many people who, like, publicly, like, lost the person they were dating like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, in, yeah, r- in real absolutely. life, or famous people, you know? That doesn't really happen super often. So it, it adds a little weird thing to it. And then for those who don't know but watch the show there's like a whole conversation that rachel and mr shu have in the quarterback that is about like what she imagined their life together as and that is apparently how they planned on ending the show
0: oh no
1: yeah Yeah, like like, like, basically they turn that that into like the story like what she yeah so that's an extra layer of sadness to it for sure
0: yeah i mean like it's like for her to have gone through that publicly it's not like they were just castmates on the same show they're characters on the show so then she had to like live that experience on the yeah. show because her character was dating you know it was just yeah so, like, no
1: that's what makes the episode i mean because she's not in that whole episode of the quarterback but the part that she's in is just d- devastating from start to finish like i cried the whole time she was on screen and then fuck. sobbed like audibly sobbed when she's singing the song
0: Now I'm in a fucking glee hole. Who would have thought?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And even, like, their conversation, so, too, like, I I had suggested potentially doing the episode that's their last, his last episode, Corey's last episode. And they have this really incredible, like, part of what's so moving is they have this really incredible conversation where he's saying to her, um, you know... 'Cause she's trying to decide a song to audition for neata with and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, just you are an incredible talent and like pick something that feels like authentic and real for you. It's so when she shines. ends, up, Yeah, so then she ends up singing Don't Stop Believin and she's auditioning and she's imagining all of like the original group with her and then Oh yeah. in hindsight. That watching got me choked
2: it, up a little bit. Yeah.
1: In hindsight watching it. You know, at the time, I don't ever remember feeling anything in particular. I may have even stopped watching the show at this. Well, I, yeah. But seeing it play out, knowing how it ultimately ends and that this is their last, his last scene on the show, like, is just, yeah, it's, it's enough to, I have goosebumps right now talking about it. Like, he comes out, starts and comes, starts and ends with the same powerful song and just, it's so amazing.
0: Oh, God. Don't stop believing. God. You know, fuck. In, in October of 2019, you could not have, um, like, a week ago, you could not have convinced me that I was going to start a, a, a Glee
2: journey, honestly. Yeah. But here we are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if, if for nothing uh, else, at the very least, uh, Sue Sylvester.
2: I do it every once in a while. It's like <sighs> The Office. Like, I'll give it a few months, and then, uh, well, with Glee specifically, I'll watch the first two seasons again, and, well, wow, you have Sue Sylvester is Sue just is the, the, the best. There was a best.
1: noticeable lack of Sue in this episode. Yes. But.
2: Yeah.
0: I agree. Because the one that we were going to do before. Thank you for having me. The one that we were going to do before had like a lot of heavy Sue. And I was like, fuck, I forgot how much Sue carries this show. Yeah. Like, oh but- my God. She just, is so just funny. Just truly Almost as
2: much hair product that's in Schuster's hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, do you guys have any, like, closing Glee thoughts before we end the episode?
1: No, I I feel like I said all of them. I just... I- it's such a weird show to have like a love-hate relationship with because it's – there's for anybody who's on TikTok, there's a kid who does like a couple. Why the fuck did we watch Glee uh, like videos he does that are just absurd scenes, especially from later seasons or Mr. Shu doing something inappropriate or whatever. But it, there is so much about – this show really reminded me like, oh, right, there is a real reason that I love this show.
2: Yeah, there's – I mean it, yeah. it teaches a lot of great life lessons. It helps a lot of people with their – Sexual identity—it definitely opened a everything. lot of minds. Even yeah, as like, much as
1: I thought during this period, oh, I'm like such an ally, you know, whatever, um, whatever 2009 version of ally was. That like it really opened my eyes to a lot of things, and it—and
2: it it's a good way incredible. to do it. It's yeah. not like I mean, yeah. Ryan Murphy does kind of just throw things at your face, yeah, certainly. But the way they do it with these, episodes, like, it—it's such an educational show in so many aspects as well, and then you have. Even from like the anti-bullying, like don't get me wrong, like the slushies to the face, all this, like eventually, you know, the people getting picked on will have theirs. Well, it
1: is a, it's a, leaning, mm-hmm. it's about leaning into what makes you different. And that's really yes. what the show – that's how they always pitch the show and granted it yeah. kind of devolves from that. But ultimately it kind of – it is about like there is success in being authentic is ultimately the there point of go. the show that I think is really a it's good It's an message. important show.
2: People should watch it. Especially, like, when you're young, you're a teenager, you should watch it, because I really think it'll help, you know, people develop into, I don't know, more open-minded, nice people? Yeah. I say that, that, but
1: then probably if you're going to watch any Ryan Murphy work to do that, watch Pose at this point, so. Pose
0: is so good. True. I will also say, though, one of the... The thing that I love about Ryan Murphy, like, my favorite thing about him, the reason that I don't give up on his shows, the reason that I watch everything, is because he is somebody who genuinely loves pop culture. Yes. Like you can just tell and he has like an appreciation for pop culture that's like important and needed especially for young people. Yes. And Glee is one of those shows that like, you know, for a young person who didn't grow up in the 90s and didn't know the impact of people like Madonna and like, you know, like yeah. it's it's such an important show for that reason alone. 100%. Just helping kids understand fucking culture. Yeah. it's a really good point, too. Um, well yeah well thank you for bringing me back to Glee thank you for reintroducing this into my life (laughs) (laughs) happy to do it Uh, (laughs) um, we'll tell people where they can find your podcast
1: sure so we are again rewind the love on all of the podcasting platforms you can find us on social media at rewind the love podcast on Facebook and at rewind love pod on Twitter and Instagram you can find me Sonia at at ads Sonia Marie thank says
2: Sonia with an I stream. on an emotionally Twitter, broken Twitter? Psychos, I'm at exclusive. Mr. Feeney519 please make
0: sure to head over to Apple Podcasts thank and subscribe so thank you for having
2: yeah. us yeah. it was a lot of fun of course also make sure to head oh over
0: to Patreon.com to come back to Google Psychos for more information else, uh, on this show legitimately <laughs> legitimately fun you Oh my god right now at Troy McEasy that's T-R-O-Y M-C-E-A-N-D-Y well you guys will be it that was episode whatever number this will be on the Swiss room thank you to executive producer Molly McEasy thank you guys so much Bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: Seeking the truth
1: never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death